Thank you for checking out this episode of the podcast. Today, I have on the commissioner himself. He runs our golf league. We talk all things golf. Who is going to win our golf league tonight? Who is going to win Wingfoot this weekend? Some of the best courses around Columbus uh, and more. As always, if you like this episode of the podcast, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Without further ado, here's the great Kevin Turbon. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. We're um, going to be talking mostly, I would say, about golf and golf league. But my first question for you is, give me a little rundown of the Brownies week one. What, what's going on? What happened? I need, to, I need the 30 second version. Uh, uh, yeah, so lifetime Browns fan here, and uh, I feel like week one was just an extension of last year. Um, disappointing, I would say, you know, the least. Uh, running a fake punt on the second drive, interception on the third. It's just typical Brown shit, man. Um, hammer. Go, Hammer. Hammer time. <laughs> uh, you know, he would have got that block. He would have been in for the first down. And that's 20, 23. Well, it's funny. It's all doing? last year. I'm saying, run the fake punt. You know, you got the hammer. Play rugby. <laughs> that will know? never not be funny. And then you know, Kevin Stavassi's like, you know what? We're gonna run that first punt this year, and he does. It, 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 yeah. So yeah, well, you got to start this on a down note. You know, <laughs> we wanted to loosen you up here. Yeah. Uh, the Browns. I mean, obviously, I think they're playing. The, the issue is for Browns fans. I think you're playing the the best team in football. I agree. I agree. Next to the chiefs. Yeah. And you're looking at, um, basically grading them off of that one game to start the year. And you're like, okay, here we go again. It's like last year, but the Browns are so talented. They can't stay this bad. Yeah. And I you think. got, and you got people like already just saying Baker's done. Like it's the first game. Like we didn't yeah. even have a preseason, you know, like you got, you know, your third receiver out there and they didn't get any reps against other teams. It's, and you're right, Baltimore, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. I really do. They're going to be right there. Yeah. That's for sure, without without question. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, who do they got game two? Do you know they got this week? The Browns? Yeah. Oh, it's Thursday night against the Bungles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, that sh- they, they should be doing better. Oh, know, yeah. Well, they, I think they're seven-point favorites uh, right now, which w- when the Browns are the favorites, it's yes. Yeah. Know, finally, about time. Seven point. Wow, I didn't even look at that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, Burrow, both number one picks and and, and quarterback drafts. Burrow Burrow looked pretty good this past week. Yeah, yeah. Um, But no, I think it's way too early to write off Baker. He he's very much against Baltimore. Was one read to me, but I think uh, the Brownies are definitely going to be at least a five hundred team or above this year, in my opinion. Hopefully, you know that's. I'd be surprised if they didn't challenge for the wild card. And they actually, um, I believe this year in the NFL, increased the uh, ability to get in the playoffs. So it's no longer six teams. I think it's seven. Right. So uh, the Steelers had a big fuss about that because they would have gotten in the last two years. Yeah. So well, Another thing, too, is the Browns, with the running stat, I think both Chubb and Hunt averaged 5.6 yards per carry against the Ravens D. We take that on you know, the Bengals. Like, again, I they have think, way too much talent yeah, to do that, to score six points. Yeah, I mean, come I, on. I think Thursday night we'll know after the rounds play how it's going to be this year. I, I completely agree. Yeah. So, uh, Bill, as a Bills fan, it was a big week for me, as uh, any of my listeners know. But I think the Browns, they even – it's hard to even argue, but I think the Browns almost have more talent than the Bills, especially on offense. But the Bills' D is just incredibly good. I think the Browns, again, could do for a big year. 
But wanted to get your take on that. I also, too, because this is a big fantasy show as well, give me a rundown of, of your fantasy team in week one in our league. Kevin actually, along with commissioning our golf league, he runs our uh, fantasy football um, league as well, too. One of the five leagues I'm in. I'm a, I'm a junkie, but uh, he's he's the manager of that. Give me give me a rundown of how your team did, what you're excited about, and yeah. Well, first off, it. in every fantasy aspect that I'm in, I got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good week one for me. Um, in regards to our league, uh, I was down. How many, how many leagues do you do, by the way? I do three, and then I do three pickums. I lost Survivor. I chose New Survivor. Yeah, I chose the Colts over Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, Flamel did too. And Minshew, that you know, that fucker. Nineteen uh, for twenty, dude. God damn. Um, so yeah, so I'm. It wasn't a good week one. Um, our league, I was down early. Uh, my homer ass drafted Baker. Um, pretty early too. Yeah. But Juju last night got me the lead the first time. I was up on on Mike. 10 points, but he had Henry going into the Tennessee game. Yep. And just, you know. Henry didn't even do that much, honestly. He just got, I think he got like 32 points. Yeah, oh, I was, I, was, I was feeling good, you know. But yeah. I was down two points at halftime. I'm like, you know, it's over. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I looked. You were, you lost by about 10, I think. It was it was a very close matchup. Yeah. Um, Juju, you have to be, feel excited about Juju. He did awesome. Yeah. And Zeke, obviously. You, you, uh, Eckler is going to bounce back, I think. Gronk and Baker, obviously, you know, they didn't do much, but you, uh, Gronk. you can, you can, uh, you can get back in the win column pretty easily. I, week, week one's always about overreactions, I feel like, and people just by far and away thinking that they're either done or they're going to win the whole league. And, you know, it's, it's never about that. It's always, you know, do not overreact and stay the course. I well, Ian, you know, people, we have a short-term memory. I mean, all off-season, all we're thinking about is football, football, and then when you shit the bed week one, you're, you know, oh, the world's over. And I completely agree. Uh, next question for you. Tell me about these uh, things we're sipping on right now. All-day IPAs. Best beer uh, in the world. Uh, unfortunately, it's brewed up in that state up north. It um, is. Founders, though, great, great brewery. It is. Brewery. Have, uh-huh. you, have you been there? I have not. No. You check that place I think out. it's Grand Rapids, maybe? Uh, I think it is. It's either that or it'll say on here somewhere. Anyway, um, yeah, it's yeah, Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, I believe I've been there. It's been a while, like four or five years ago, but that's the first place I ever had this beer. So, what, uh, so yeah, tell me about all days. What, what's the appeal? What do you like about them? And when did you have your first one? So, funny story is my ex-wife... Um, she went up to uh, to Founders. She used to cover Michigan for territory and brought back this six pack of bottles six years ago, like right when it first came out. And I was like, "All right," I drank it, and I was like, "This shit is amazing." Yeah, um, it's four point seven, and it's called a session ale. And you know, I don't know if you know why it's called a session ale, so you can drink it in a small session and not get drunk. Yep, because it's no, most IPAs. To get a little background: most IPAs are seven percent. Right, think, right, yeah. But these things, you know, once once they came in a fifteen pack, it was game over. <laughs> <laughs> it's your weekend beer. Yeah. You're always drinking it. I well, feel like. Well, it's... you know, when I was in college, you didn't have money. Uh, you know, it's natural light. You know, when you're a kid or in high, whatever, high school. Yeah. Then you you know you upgrade to Bud Light. You know, and yep. then this thing is now my go-to. So my founders is like my Bud Light. Uh, and it's, and it's right in between. I think Bud Light's like four two and. Bud Heavy's, Bud Diesel's five, yeah. so it's not like it's a huge, right. it's right there. And this yeah. got great flavor, it's crisp. Um, the only problem though, it has a short shelf life. So if you buy the 15 pack, 
you gotta look at the date. Um, that was the first question you asked me when I, because I, uh, I bought a 15 or for this uh, episode. <laughs> And that was the first question you asked me, like, what's the date on these? And I go, this is, I think it's like 8-1 yeah. or something. But I actually saw them when I bought these off of the Giant Eagle on 3rd Avenue in Grandview. I saw them with dates all the way back in early uh, June. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. Yeah, and I, you'll see me. Like, I'll start digging because they, they'll too. shift them back. And I'll pull three or four of them out of the freezer or the fridge. I'm a digger. Just to get the, yeah, right? I'm, I'm a beer date digger too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's night and day in terms of the difference. You know, if I'm going to spend money and, you know what, and trust me, I'll drink, drink when it's bad, but it's yeah. just it's not the same. I agree. Not as refreshing. Not at all. They're, they're pretty killer. They, they're full flavor for a smaller beer as well. Not smaller, but a um, less alcohol by volume yeah. IPA. So I'm with you on the sessions. I love them. Yeah. And it's funny, if I, if I find a bar, you know, B-dubs used to have it on tap. Oh, my God. Yeah. But once they run out, you got to find a new bar that has them because that's, that's the jam. That's where you go. I'm with you, man. Uh, before we get into golf league... Tell me a little about tell me a little bit about your background with golf. Uh, your dad, LT, shout out LT, uh, has been playing for years. I think he had a membership through work or whatever for a while at Wedgwood, which is a fantastic course in the Dublin Powell area. And um, when did you like pick up your first club? When did you hit your first ball? Tell me about golf, ball history with you. Yeah, so my so you know I grew up in Dublin. Um, you know my parents kind of grew up on. The Memorial Corps. So golf was already a part of my life as a kid. Um, I can't tell you the first time I swung a club, you know, I mean, I know my dad used me and my brother as an excuse to go golfing, you know, tell my mom. Did you guys golf as kids and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my brother wasn't really into it. I, I got into it. Um, and, again, growing up with Memorial Tournament, you know, I've been to every single tournament except this year since 1987. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we used to skip school or our parents would write us sick notes in elementary school, middle school, high school to go to the tournament. I mean, it's just kind of what Dublin did. Yep. And then as you get older, it turns into Dublin spring break, really. And you just start bar hopping at all these houses. And I mean, we've done some some crazy stuff back then. But, you know, golf has always been a part of my life. Um, and if I ever a kid, girl or boy, they're golfing. Sure. Yeah. And uh did you ever play like um, recreationally growing up, or was it always just kind of like a hobby? I knew you were a big lacrosse guy. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, I, I really wasn't that good. I'm still not good now, um, but I mean, I'm respectable. I mean, I'm not embarrassing. Define good, because you're un, you're you're under a uh, a bogey golfer, and that's pretty solid. Yeah, uh, but I, I I always want to be better. Um, sure. It sucks to see people out there who just you know can not golf for a whole year, pick up a club, and still shoot like a, an 82. And, it's like my dad, dude. He's, yeah. My dad's 67 and. He plays five rounds a year and he shoots low eighties. Yeah, I mean some of the same tees we go at. He doesn't even shoot the adult like the senior tees. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, he's, he's not. He's my dad's five eight, five nine, hundred sixty seventy pounds and just like launches the ball two seventy off the tee straight down the middle. Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. Old man's consistently yeah. right down the pipe. You and know? you and I are just like, let's take the riskiest shot possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's Phil Mickelson all uh, day. Bro. <laughs> my game is scrambling. You know, I, yeah. yeah I, I learned how to hit crazy shots under trees and. Sometimes I just close my eyes and hit the ball, you know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think uh, sometimes when you're not playing well but scrambling for par, that's almost more exhilarating and satisfying than actually getting on the green every time and missing the birdie and tapping in for your par. Yeah. You know, getting up and down with a crazy up and down is so fulfilling. I mean, I, so. if, you, if you're if you behind a tree on your drive and you still par out, that's a win. Dude. I completely agree. And, and you and I are behind trees on our drive. <laughs> every, other around, every other one. Every other one. Um 
getting a little bit further though in golf, like why why golf? I know it's you said your dad ingrained it on you, but what was the appeal? Like you know, I actually for example, I tried lacrosse when I was younger. I was always a very active person. I played baseball. I played basketball. I played soccer. I played golf. But I tried lacrosse when I was younger, for example. I probably tried a couple other sports, and it just didn't click for me. I didn't like it that much um, for whatever the reason. But why has golf kind of stuck for you for 30-some years probably? I think it's the competitive nature of being in sports my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, a sport that you can play. You know, how old is your dad and my dad? My dad's retired. He's still playing. Yep. Same same here. Yeah, I I hope I'm that age and still playing. And it's I think it's the athlete in me playing sports my whole life that this is a sport – that we can play it, physical ability doesn't really matter. Um, you don't have to drive the ball 300 yards to compete. And I just, you know, I used to play softball leagues and I would just get beat up. I'm hurt. You know, after a night of softball, 28 years old, I'm sore for three days. Um, people also don't show up. Whereas golf is an individual sport and you can kind of take responsibility for yourself. Softball, you're like scrambling for right. three guys all, all right. week long. You know, and if you get on a bad softball team, you're just getting run ruled every week. It's dropped. not even fun. Dude. No, it's yeah. not. I'm with you there. Uh, the other thing with golf too, and I'm sure you agree with me, is that I like that you can kind of go escape. You could almost say, but you're out in nice weather, 75 degrees. Grab a couple beers. You know, you're hanging with the boys. It's a good excuse to get out of the house and do something active yeah, in nice absolutely. weather. So, um, do you watch golf on TV a lot? Is it you kind of just like a guy that focuses on the majors? We, you know, Saturday, middle of the afternoon, um, we flip on golf. And who are some of your favorite players? Well, this year's different. So until football starts, it's golf every weekend for me. Yeah, you're a big golf weekend. Yeah, golf weekend. Yeah. And, and, you know, majors, of course, and even the small tournaments I like. And hell, I'll even turn the European tour on. Um, but now this year, I mean, we got a major lined up with college football and NFL. It's, it's, a crazy fall. I don't know what's going to happen. It's you know, a crazy fall. Yeah, I'm going to be watching a lot of TV. Yeah. Uh, but no, like golf, um, I find it, you know, you can turn it on, and it's one of those sports you don't have to watch. You can have it in the background if you want while mm-hmm. you're still doing stuff. And yeah, I mean, again, I my favorite golf, I, I've loved golf my whole life, watching it uh, through the memorial as a kid. And yeah. Um, the one thing that's cool about golf and watching it on TV for me is you watch these guys just hit these unreal shots that you and I hit one out of 10. <laughs> we can still hit them though. We can still hit them. Right. But we watch them and we're like, holy shit, Rory McIlroy just hit a two iron 265. Right. I mean, to well, 10 feet. Like it's, you know, just insane shots to me. But uh, following up on that, so who, who do you like? Who are some of your favorite players? Well, then also back, and also last week, Rory can top one into the pond. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> That was that was like Tim Cup esque or Happy. That was, that was Tim Cup. That was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> when you see a golfer shank one or or chunk one or you know that's just like no better feeling. It, it, it's a hard sport. It really is. Um, so my favorite golfer. I'm a big Phil guy. You know, make fun of me all you want. Mm-hmm. I hope Phil does well during the Open this weekend. Uh, I really like DJ. Did you see the side by side of Phil in 2006 at Wingfoot and today at Wingfoot? You mean his body shape? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's down like 50 pounds. Big Good time. for him. Yeah. Um, now he had a rough go at last time at Wingfoot. Yeah, it's it's tough. But, um, have you seen the videos of the rough they put in Arnold Palmer can? I did. I yeah. saw that tweet too that you sent to Stu yesterday. Yeah, and it's 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 uh, it's no joke. Uh, Wingfoot, I believe, I could be wrong, but I think it has the highest per average score 
of any of the majors I think they've played in like decades. So the last time they played in 06, the average score of the players was a 75. Yeah. And that's a true three over par. And that's I mean, a true U.S. Open course. Absolutely. You know? U.S. Open to me has always been the toughest challenge. Tall, rough, small fairways, fast greens. Yep. You know? yeah. they, they don't mess around at all. They're, they're, the U.S. Opens are built to actually embarrass the player in some sense. They should. Uh, the winner should be over par, in my opinion. I agree. Or fighting for a minimum, even. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, that's cool. Who, uh, who do you like this weekend? So, I, I like Colin. Uh, you know, I, I think he's got a game. Um, Maricola? Yeah. Um, he's good. I, I I like Ricky. You know, Ricky's my boy. He's got to break through at some point. He's got to. You know, he's been so close in a lot of these majors. He, you know, he's just got to get one. Well, I guess he did get one. He got the um, the tour players. Yeah, he got right, the players, right. I think. Yeah. But Phil, if Phil gets it. It's the Grand Slam, right? Uh, it is. Yeah. I, I hope. I really hope Phil wins the U.S. Open. Yeah. When you get older, it's it's you know every week the, the weekly dominance is not there throughout the season. But I still think he's got a couple really good tournaments left in him. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I hope he gets it as well. And maybe why I like Phil, I'm, I'm a Callaway guy through yep. and through. Uh, I mean, I was going to ask you about that. Tell me a little bit about Callaway too. Like why always Callaway? You've always been a big Bertha guy. Yeah. What's, what's the appeal? So for I you? got the Maverick now, uh, but just Callaway, I got the X18s, I don't know how many years ago. And I just started, well, before that, okay. So I, I had hand-me-downs. Uh, so my dad I was a golfer. I'd always get his hand-me-downs. I think Max Fly Revolutions. These blades from like the early nice, yeah. nice. That's a name job yeah, right there. I had these for forever, and they were blades, uh, pretty much with really no technology, and I could hit them. Then once I got my first cavity back, I think the X18s or something. Yep. Oh my gosh, it was like butter. Um, sure. Then I went with the X20s, Big Bertha. Um, I, I don't know. It's just I just always been a Callaway guy. You know, I've been 20 years a Callaway guy. They're good clubs. Yeah. Now, now, I don't have a Callaway wedge, though. I mean, I got all Tylus Vokies, and I got a Cameron putter, but irons and drivers, it's Callaway all day for me. They're good. They're, they're really good clubs. Uh, I've always liked Callaway balls a lot, too. They're, they're very nice. They're For me, it's like I think Callaway and TaylorMade are kind of these – this is how I view clubs. I think you have – um, just me unbiasedly, you have Titleist and TaylorMade that are like the luxury end clubs. I think they're a little bit overpriced and they're not, you don't get as much of a, a gain off playing them compared to like a TaylorMade or Callaway, which are like right there neck and neck with them. They're just not them. And largely I view that because of the way, um, I, I really view that simply because of the way they're priced, but I've always been a big fan of Callaways. I think their woods are awesome. Mm -hmm. They fly off the ball of three wood. I've, I used to play a Callaway three wood probably 10 years ago and that thing was a freaking rocket off the ball so um but no i've always been intrigued by your love for calories because they, they are good clubs well the only, there's a problem with them is they come out with a new club like every six months yeah they do so you see my club and six months later like shit you know my club's outdated do you know of or follow on twitter uh no laying up i do yeah yeah yeah. yeah. you I know do. the mm -hmm. guy who does that is from soda i did not wow is that the, we're, about to, we're about to get in here is right? that the guy who did the wave uh Act like a professional wave. I don't know if that's him. It could be. Uh, he invented like this tour sauce handle on there. Long story short, though, the guy who actually runs that went to Dublin, Sayota. He lives now in South Florida. I think it might be Delray Beach or Boca Raton. His name is Chris Solomon. I talked about this on one of my other podcasts. He and three, I think, of his other buddies, they all went to Miami of Ohio, and they're all from, the, I believe, Columbus or Ohio area. They started this podcast like four or five years ago called No Laying Up, 
and it's by far and away now the number one podcast in on the planet. But I believe this is as of six months ago. They are exclusively partnered with Callaway, and they have been the last three years. And that they pay them, they do. They make they make hundreds of thousands of dollars off that thing. Right. So did not know that. Plus their show, it's kind of cool. I mean, Dublin Sciota man, he is the head honcho over there, and uh, yeah, shout out Dublin Sciota, class of two thousand four. Anyway, uh, no memorial this year. I know you like, I know you're like me and have been going for probably much of the last three decades. It's always a great weekend in Dublin. I love Memorial Week. Anybody who's kind of from our area can kind of resonate with it. How bad did you miss it? Tell me some of your thoughts. No fans this year is the background. Well, to be honest, I did go. Um, oh, man. Because I, was... I didn't want to break my record. So, What uh, is the record? Uh, since 87. Uh, wow. Every tournament since 87. And there's a Ryder Cup in there. There's a President's Cup in there. Uh, so for this year, they actually had it without fans. But what I did was I went over to my parents' house right on 15. Yep. And I snuck over, sit outside the fence. And there's probably like 30 other people outside the fence. And sitting on the 16 tee box, kind of by the 15th green. And I took a picture. I was like, technically I was here. So when I die, my gravestone, I want to have as many memorial. You want, you want the record. I do. Well, I don't know if it's a record, but I just. It's, I mean. It's got to be up there outside of the players. It's got to be up there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just it's just a big deal. So, I mean, it's it literally it's it's a holiday. Sure. To, to guys that, that whole week is so fun. Yeah, I have a blast. And I'm not the only one. Like anybody who grew up in Dublin, grew up went to Kaufman or Scioto, and Jerome. Now, it, it, if you grew up going to Memorial, like you go every year. People fly back from I, my best buddies, yeah. Colorado. You got buddy in Colorado. Or buddies and they all come back for yeah. Memorial Weekend. And I always will. Actually, it's funny. It's like 15 years ago, one of my cousins got married during Memorial Week. And my dad and I just opted out and stayed home. Everybody else went. So I've skipped That's family incredible. weddings to go to Memorial. That's it's, incredible. It's dedication. It's, it's dedication. I respect that too. Yeah. You're, you're at this point. You're pot committed on the. On the I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta. You could. It's not probably not in the foreseeable future, but you could move to Hawaii and you're going to come back for Memorial at this point. I mean, before they canceled <laughs> it, they actually had a, they they were going to have limited fans and they had a a, a, a raffle for it or a, a lottery. God, that was the longest two months of my life trying to get in. I, I won the lottery, so I got the tickets. I actually literally have Memorial badges for this year. They're not good, but yeah, yeah, that's I, crazy. It, it's it's been, it's been such a wild year with that stuff, and that's obviously a conversation for another day. But having no fans at the tournament was kind of a Kind of a bummer. I'm, I'm really missing fans. I think golf, though, is one of the most appeasing sports without fans still on TV. Some of the yeah. other ones, like baseball looks weird. Not that there's a lot of fans in baseball um, stadiums anymore. Uh, NBA, I actually think they've done a good job, but it's still kind of weird to me. Um, NFL sounded great, actually, with the crowd noise yeah. this past weekend. Yeah, and the camera, they're but, doing a great job keeping the camera out of the stands on these games, too. They are. But Thursday night, I think DeWine allowed, what, 6,000 fans? That's the, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so 6,000 fans. fans. Is yeah. it in Cleveland or in Cincy? It's Cleveland. Cleveland, okay. Wow. That's cool. You're going to make it up there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. But uh, moving into golf league now. Tell me about it. What does golf league mean to you? Why do you like it? What's what? Why is it important to you? I feel like every year we're kind of revving up. It's January moving into February, early March. We start talking about it. Uh, you're the guy that's kind of been behind golf league. You've always taken the initiative with stuff that we've done. I feel like when it comes to golf and our friend group, a lot of our friend group um, is revolved and kind of created through Nationwide where I used to work and you still work, but... Uh, 
you know, golf league, I feel like you've, you, you're kind of like the Saidu commissioner. Um, Turvon Open, you, you lead that as well. That's another big golf outing we get, you know, 40 to 50 people every year. Fantasy football you head up. Uh, golf trip. There's so many different things. But tell me about golf league. What, how, how was it, you know, when did it formulate um, and come together? And, you know, what does it mean to you? Um, I mean, what, what it means to me, it's... I, it gave you a really long question. You, you did. And <laughs> I got like five parts to it, too. Yep. Um, so let, let's first start how I got into it. Uh, like again, I used to play softball leagues. And I never played baseball, but I was, you know, athletic enough to, to hit a softball. And again, there'd be, you know, games where they put me in short. I'm a, I'm a shortstop. You know, and I'm getting hurt diving. And if you haven't played um, baseball before, shortstop's a tough position. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And here I am, you know, just some kid playing short. I, I wasn't playing outfield because that's where all the balls were going. Yep. And I just, it was fun, but at the same time, I was just like, this really isn't fun. So a buddy of mine was like, hey, do you want a golf league? And I did. And I was like, when was know, this? Maybe 2010? I don't know. 2011? Maybe 20, 2008 or so. I mean, okay. way back. A while back. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, dude, this is so much better than softball league. And again, you know, softball, there's no handicaps. You know, sure. You know, we were playing softball league where dudes were. Like dudes are dressing up in like stirrups and pants, like coming out. <laughs> it's like semi. Yeah, like, like we show up for like a seven o'clock game. They'd run rules in the third inning, and it's like this is it, you know. Yep. So, but golf league, I mean, you know, you don't have to be good at golf. You just, you can be bad. You just gotta be quick. Sure. And so I joined a league, and the league was kind of half-assed for hand. Like nobody really cared. It wasn't that competitive. Yep. There's no money involved. And within one year, this guy was like, I'm done. Was this through work or yeah. outside of work? Yeah, okay. yeah. So a buddy of mine at work, uh, who actually runs another league now, quit on a league. And he just says, Turbon, you want to take it over? I go, yeah. And so I did. So I started it. And at that time, I was kind of like begging people to join. Like, we, you'd have your solid crew, you know. Mm-hmm. You'd have some you know, guys that are... Is this, so, still, is this still about 10 years ago, would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were at Club of Dublin. Um, and there's 24 of us. But you'd have like... Guys really committed. You've had guys like somewhat committed. Then you'd have these last minute dudes you'd always ask to play. And, you know, over time, you know, I just kept running it and we kept trying to just fizzle out the dudes who weren't good. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's I true though. I completely agree. Well, the thing about this is the guys that weren't good is, you know, an hour before golf league, they, they text me and be like, dude, I can't make it. I, I got to go to a happy hour. I'm like, dude, if you're skipping golf league for happy hour, you're not in league. Yep, I completely agree. Because golf league is happy hour. Dude. It is. It is. And it's better than happy hour. Yeah. And it so it, it took time. And, and so now we finally have a league with we're all pretty much even. I was going to ask you about that I've, at the end, or not the end, but after a few more questions. But I was going to say our league this year I feel like is the best league we've ever had mm-hmm. by far. And I've played it. I think this is maybe my fifth or sixth, seventh year now. And this is – it's not even a question. In terms of the guys uh, that play – you know, a lot of the guys, some of the guys that are gone now are very cool. Um, thinking of like Austin and stuff. Yeah. Uh, a te- great guy too. But it, it's just some of the, the league this year in terms of just the competitiveness and also just how kind of cool everybody is in a sense. It's, it's, it's definitely at its ma- not max, but I mean, we're peaking. Yeah. There's a lot of respect, you know? Um, and like you said, how close it was. Remember the week before playoffs, all 10 teams were in the hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the the first team, number one team, I think, number two had the playoffs locked. Everybody else was on, you know, was on the first place to last place in our league this year. To give you an example, how competitive it was, 
I think was like maybe 12% off. Right, like, right. Which is nothing. It's one, you could make up 12% with one massive week. Yeah. And it was neck and neck. I obviously didn't make it. You made it. Uh, won the first round. Got destroyed. Second round happens. Kind of ran into uh, some eight men out situation. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh, throw, throwing throwing their early uh, early handicaps and uh, yeah. <laughs> coming in. We can't we can't prove that, but nah, it was uh, it was fun. But no, tell me a little bit. I'm really interested in this though. How do you how do you think you came into you know kind of running everything? Obviously, with with the golf league, you just told me the story about how you got asked to take it over from the former commissioner. But you also do it for the Turvon Open, which is our big outing. I think last year we had like 45 people, which was awesome. Uh, golf trip as well, fantasy football. Why do you? How do you like see yourself kind of in that role? What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? And yeah, tell me a little bit how that like come, came about. Well, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. That's true. You know, yeah. it, you know, and there are other guys out there who do it. And I don't know. I just it's something to do. Um, you know, it's. It's fun. I like it, and I like getting everybody together. Uh, what I don't like about it is, is you know, chasing people down for money, bitching the money. The, yep. oh, the, oh, the bitching. I mean, anytime I do anything, I'm commissioner, so I'm always the butt end of a joke. My or, handicap shouldn't uh, be this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, why are we, why are we cheating? You know, why'd you get us last two time? Why are you the first? I mean, <laughs> it's it's something new every week. But I'm 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 used to it now. It's know? a no win situation. Yeah, in a sense. So. And, and that that sucks, but. Everybody gets it. Everybody's thankful that I do it, you know, and and if I didn't do it, I don't think it happens. So. I, don't, I don't either. I think it's in a way, and I'm pretty thankful you do it as well, but it's kind of like a passion thing. You're passionate about it. It's not just you do it, you love it. And I think when you're passionate about something, people kind of really follow that. Yeah. That makes sense, which yeah. is cool. And there's a lot of people um, out there like you and me and a lot of people in the league that I don't know if they do without the golf league. You yeah. Know? It's something to look forward to every week. I didn't. I mean, I didn't play one of these past years, and I missed it so much. Yeah, it was. You know and, I mean? and that actually, that that was one of the hardest things I had to do. <laughs> Yaks. Yeah. Well, no. that wasn't my decision. Again, yeah. I, I I don't kick people out. Nope. I let the league kick people out. And what I mean by that <laughs> is, you know, if you if you want to pick your partner, or if you don't want your partner you had last year, yep. you need to be the one to tell them you don't want them anymore. Agreed. I mean, it was my own decision not to play that one year, but. Kind that's of. neither yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's neither here nor there but um, when uh, or what I want to ask you oh yeah uh, 2018-2019 you and your dad LT back to back champs back to back back to back I have a little experience with that but uh, how fun was that to win but not only that to actually share it with your dad well the first year we won it I think it was our last year at Thorn Apple um, I'll tell you what my dad and I were at each other's throats. Uh, my dad starts. You guys always are because you're so competitive. Well, he's my dad. You know, my dad's <laughs> backstory. My dad, he's, a, he's an all-American lacrosse goalie, so he's just as competitive. That's where I get it from. You know, he he used to have the the, the distance, and you know, he's you know he's what seventy three, so he doesn't get off the tee as far as we do, but yep. he's still out there. He's still making shots. Um, so that first round we played, we're on a par five. He starts off with like an eight or a nine, you know, and I'm just like. Fuck, Dad, you know? And he's going I against, love when you're giving him a hard time yeah, and he's hacking it. So I'm going against uh, Geckler, and he's going against McConaughey in the championship. And McConaughey's playing all right, but Geckler's blowing up too. And by the, the third or fourth hole, he's yelling at me just because I'm in disbelief how bad he's playing. He ends up shooting like a 60. I end up shooting a 40, 
and we win the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't know we won it because I don't keep... Wait, sp- you won one one of the ch- titles. Was this the first one? You won with him shooting a 60? Yeah. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to say, but I... And a 40 for you, and just to give an example, I think Kevin's handicap's probably about a 6, 7. I don't know. Thorn Apple might have been... I think seven's probably... Fair. On 9 holes. I'm, I'm on nine. like 12 yeah, yeah. or 13. Like yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe 11 or 12 or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would... 6 or 7, but... It's not like 40 is a good round for you, but it's not like an all-time round. No, no, no. But you won you won Golf League, the finals, by shooting a 40 and LT shot a 60. Yeah. On the fifth hole, I go, Dad, I got this. That's wild. And I just, you know, playoff golf and league is completely it's, different than it, week two. It's so tense. You, yeah. like, in if you can turn on your competitive It's spirit, a switch. Yeah, it is. Like, You're quieter. You yeah. don't talk to as many people. The jokes are not there. Nope, nope. It's... You, because everybody, you're not, you don't even care about the money. There's a little bit of money involved, but it's nothing, you know, to really get kind of crazy with. But it's <laughs> all anybody cares about is the trophy. And in playoff, everybody wants it. Oh yeah, yeah. In playoff, and it's, it's bragging rights too. Yeah. I mean, um, and in playoff golf though, I don't keep score. Like I, I keep score, but I don't want to know where I am. You don't know. What, okay, so you're a little like Tiger Woods. He always wants to know where he is. You're the opposite. Like you want the scorecard turned over, mark your score down, mark their score down, but you don't care. Yeah. And, you know, you got the guys I'm playing, they knew that we won by the 17th hole. I didn't know. I, we went into 18, and I'm playing 18 out, like. Head down. Head down. And they're they're just like, Rocking you guys won. And I go, shut the fuck up. Let me putt this. Because you know? you're not even believing them at that don't, point. Don't care. Yeah, they're getting my, I don't care. Because there's a lot of shit talking in golf. Oh, there's tons. A lot of head games. In golf league. In golf league, sure. sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not, not traditional golf, but golf league, there's yeah. tons of head games. Yeah, not the Saturday. Like, hey, big the, putt. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I put it out, like. You know, like they, they gave me a putt, and I was like, why are you giving me this? And it was maybe like three feet on 18. They go, well, you're three strokes ahead. Yeah. So I picked it up, did the scores, and we won our first uh, championship. Pretty exhilarating. It was. It was cool. Um, was that was that cool, though, with your dad? Yeah. Yeah. Winning with my dad was cool. Um, you know, and then, you know, the next year we go and win it again, uh, which was even cooler. We won in the three-peat, but sure. two years in a row. You're, you're a back-to-back champion. I am. You- After two, because I feel like... And I think you said you actually won it. So give you a little background of the league. There's 10 total teams, two players per team. So there's 20 people. And six teams make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Six teams, so 12 people, six teams. Uh, four don't make it. They kind of play scrambles or do whatever they want uh, the last few weeks. But anyway, to give you a little background, um, when we won it this first time, we went, we went coast to coast. There was this dominant that year, me and Jake, for whatever the reason. It, yeah. Whatever the reason. But everybody this, hated you. I, I know. <laughs> of course. Because I'm routed in everybody's mouth. You know, I'm the number one uh, shit talker by, by far. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say, though, is the second year we won in sixth place, and I did not play good golf that year. I think Jake played a little better than I did, like just in terms of how, you know, he is to his score. But overall, as a team, we were not good. And we, sh- it's one of those ones where like you back into a title and you probably didn't deserve it that much. We just got f- caught fire for about two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you probably feel about that way. Cause you said you were in sixth place both times when you won your title. Yeah. One of them you probably easily deserved, but I think you would probably be fair in saying one of them you probably didn't deserve. Like, it's just like you won and you're happy. And that's how I was too. The second time, very happy about it, but it's like, okay, we got a little, we got, we played well, but we got a little fortunate too. Spencer, we won. <laughs> Don't discredit Fair. that shit. Fair. Yeah. I'm going to discredit it. <laughs> uh, my next question is, is I won, um, I mentioned with Jake the previous two years in 2016 and 17 with uh, your old my partner. My partner. 
be honest. How bad did that hurt you? It did. Uh, well, here's the deal. So Jake and I, so Jake's been my partner since golf league ever started. You know, he's my best man in my wedding. Now divorced. Um, great guy too. Great Love guy. Jake. You know, I, I, I take a bullet for the fucking guy. Um, he's yep. one of the nicest guys we know. Um, stable to go. He's been golf league from the get go. There's not too many people who have. Shout out Reds Apple Ale and Natterdays. Keep going. <laughs> um, but my dad retires, and he, you know, he's Kevin. I've got to give up my Wedgwood corporate membership. I'm retiring. Can I join league? What am I going to tell the guy no? Um, and I was like, am I going to stick him with someone he doesn't know? No. So I, I talked to Jake, and you know, Jake got it. I think Jake was kind of pissed off at me for couple of years actually I it's kind of funny because I I ended up obviously playing with Jake but I did not know this story so yeah. I knew your dad was retiring but I didn't know the backstory of this. yeah yeah so he's so. like hey do you mind if I join my league I'm not gonna tell my dad no um this guy is the guy who taught me how to play golf he's been golfing with me my whole life he's pretty much my best friend now yeah. you know um hated him when I was you know a little kid or obviously. a teenager right, right naturally right. Yeah. but you know you end up you end up turning up like your father. I mean, that's that's the reality of life, and I wouldn't have any other partner. Yeah, would I love to play with Jake? But you know, I got to choose my cat over Jake any day. I think it's kind of cool, like sharing that too with your dad. I mean, I kind of went into my question around winning the title with him, but just like every week, you have a reason to see him and share either a high or a low moment. But it's all, at the end of the day, it's all fun. Yeah. You know, you drink a couple beers. Uh, you know, whatever you're just you're it's you're shooting the shit and having a good time. So, yeah. and this old guy looks more forward to golf than any of us. I, I know he does. Yeah, he's, oh, he's into it. He's he, all into it. He does dude. the skins. He runs those. Yeah, he wants to take control. I, hell, I could just let him be commissioner. You know, he'd do a great job. Yeah, man, oh, better than you know, me, right? You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, can you recall like a huge shot um, or putt that you've made to win a match or advance in the playoffs? This is very much like a. A bland question. I'm going to give you about 20 seconds to filibuster while I keep talking about it. But um, like for me, for example, I whenever I'm playing really well or even in the playoffs, I kind of almost black out. And if I'm doing, you know, get a birdie, a few pars in a row, another birdie, just just something where I'm just like really locked in. I don't even like remember any of my good shots. I can remember some of my bad ones and some of like the ones where I'm just like, what the hell? Like we just played this past week and I missed two five foot birdie two five-foot putts to actually win the the best ball that we did and <laughs> lost some money doing it. But, for example, for you, I mean, do you, do you do you ever call a pretty, you know, monumental shot? Maybe it could be in the two titles you won with your dad uh, or something where it was just a huge moment. And can you kind of describe, you know, the whole, the shot and kind of how you executed, either did or didn't execute, I guess? I mean, I have to agree with you in the fact that I don't remember my good shots but I remember all my bad shots. Give me a bad shot. Well, and that's the thing with golf. Like any any golfer at the end of the round, all they can think about are the bad shots and how many strokes it added. You don't think about, oh, I really did well. You think about, oh, fuck, if I didn't. It's duck so that. true. Yeah, it's so true. You think about all your bad shots. Um, and I I don't know if my championship if I could think about a bad shot. Um, I just know that I was just on fire. Like couldn't it, miss. Yeah. Well, in my drives, I, I, I wasn't hitting the fairways. I was still getting the ball, you know, 275, you know, down there, but my irons were on, I was on in GIR every hole. Yep. And I just started draining putts. Um, and thorn apples easy. I mean, putting a thorn apple, no matter where you are, you aim at the hole. It's probably going to go in. Not much break at all. Not much break. Um, so I would say more. So I remember just my confidence in my iron play. Um, 
Because there's nothing worse being a golfer standing over the ball, not knowing what's going to happen. But when you hit a drive and you're, you know, 175 out and you're just like, I fucking got this. I know. And you do. It's going to translate. It's going to continue on to the next holes. Um, last year, I think I remember more of my dad's shots. My dad actually is the one who won it for us last year. Okay. So I, I forget where we were on. We, we played... Uh, you played Raymond. You know, yeah, Raymond, but I... Were we on the back or the front? We were on the back. Yeah, you know, we were on the front. Um, and I just remember him sticking a par three. I want to say it was eight. Um, and he stuck it. And at that point, all he had to do was make par and we won it. So I kind of remember... My, I, I remember my bad shots, but I remember my dad's good shots on those. Uh-huh. You're, you're usually on your dad, which is funny. I, I, I love the little combo there. And you can kind of get aggressive with him because you're his son, too, which is great. Yeah, but at the same time, like, after, <laughs> like, the round, I go home and I'm like, fuck. I was just a complete prick to him, you know. He's fine. He, yeah, he has a couple well, bourbons. Yeah. Well, and well he's, he's yelled at me, too. Actually, we, we, got, we got into one argument middle of this year. We didn't talk for like a whole week, and you know, and, and we, I can't believe that doesn't happen every year. Yeah, well, it does. Um, but you know, we reached out and we're like, "Hey, I'm sorry. You know, I love you." And hey, see you Wednesday, buddy. You Bro know, hug. yeah. But you know, when, the funny thing is, is you know, the problem is, is I get really competitive, and I'm the same way. Yeah, and when I know that it's out of my control, and again, it's partner golf. League is partner golf. Yep. It's not just you. It's it's you and a team. You know, I need to I need to do a better job of just saying, you know, fuck it, it is what it is, and yep. you know, we won two in a year, two in a row. I'm all right with that. Yeah, no, nah, that's it. You know how many people have won two in like in the last ten years? I mean, there's you're talking at two of them, right? Uh, but there's there's really not many teams that do that, let alone even win. Um, which is, I mean, at the at the end of the day, you want three. I wanted three too. We didn't we didn't end up three peating either. But it's if you don't if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and it's you know you're kind of playing with house money at that point too. yeah it, you know again I mean? it's fun and you know I'm, I'm glad for uh, for Stu and Jake um, they're the underdogs and I think the whole league's behind them I was I was going to actually ask you about that so we got the finals uh, this week tomorrow McConaughey and Butch versus Stu and Jake my former partner Jake Stu one of my good buddies Michael who is kind of like a little firework out there. He can go real low, real low, or he can go high if he uh, if he gets in his own head. And uh, Butch, who's just like kind of steady and consistent, I feel like. I don't think Butch cares. He, I don't think he does either. Yeah. It's the complete opposite of him and Mike, because Mike cares like us, and Butch is just this lax guy, wants to have a couple beers, get out of the house. And um, But they're, they're fighting for the title. I don't think any of them, maybe Michael's won a title. No, Michael. Michael did so. Back in the day, Michael's won two, I believe. Uh, but it's been a while though. Yeah, it was at Riviera he won one, and then I love that course. Maybe Safari, I can't remember, but been a while though. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, he wants one. He wants one. He wants it bad. I bet uh, he does. Yeah, and he Probably wants it bad him. with this with this group too. With how even it is, this yep. means a lot. You know. Did 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 he say that? Is he yes? No, but I just you I just mean, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, who doesn't want it? Same time, you kind of go back and forth all day. So. Right. No, this I feel like this title would be a special title with how even everybody is, and um, it would definitely be impressive and stand out. I feel like for a while because I'll, I'll remember this year for you know however many years just because of how even the overall league was. Yeah, uh, without question. So, but uh, yeah, who's the winner? Um, I don't know. I, I, we need I, we need a pick. Come on, Kamish, you're on the. You know what? I really think Stu and Mike are just gonna go at it. I think it's gonna come down to Jake and Butch, okay. the big golfers. Okay. Um, I, 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 Who's getting strokes there? 
Well, Stu's getting strokes off Mike. Like two or three, I assume. Let's pull it up. Um, yeah, pull it on up. And uh, I would assume Mike is probably about a three handicap. I would assume Stu is maybe about a five. I would think Jake is probably a ten or an eleven, and I would think Bush is probably a eight or nine or a ten. I would, I would, I would say Bush is probably a ten. Jake is probably a ten or eleven. So Mike's a three. I said three. Yep. And Stu's a seven. Wow. Yeah. He must yeah. have had some high rounds. He did. Um, and big well, advantage too there. Oh, huge shot. Well, so I, you know what? AKA Jim Fury. If if Stu plays like he did last week. I think he's got it. Because um, Stu apparently, I think, was like even through six holes or something. If he can just think 40 in his head, he wins. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't think he needs to think that because you got Butch at a nine and Jake at a 10. So yep. one stroke difference there, it's going to come down to the big golfer. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I would actually disagree with you. It's okay. going to come down to Stu. Uh, I think the big golfers, one of them's going to play well, one of them's not, just how they normally are. Um, Jake or Butch will probably shoot a 47, one of the two. One of them will shoot a 44. It'll be neck and neck. But I, for me, I'm going to disagree and say it's going to come down to Stu. I don't know. I, I, Four I, strokes is a lot, buddy. It is, but remember, it's the three-point teams. It's the three points at the end. I know. And I think that comes down to who blows up and who doesn't. That's true. I agree. But, again, I think they're both into it. I'm, both of them have told me they're – Leaving work half day tomorrow to go to the range. Oh, that's oh, incredible! Yeah. So, is, are they going to play nine holes before? I don't know. Not? I mean, Jake's done that twice. <laughs> I know um, he has. When know. we when we played in the finals, yeah. Jake was locked. In. And, and McConaughey, he's going to be at the range with this little shot tracer thing. Just you know, and he's a numbers guy. Of course, he's going to analyze it. Stu, I don't know. Stu's just going to show up and be like, you know, it is what it little is. Stu ball. Oh, Stu ball here. energy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to. I can't wait to uh, not witness it, but kind of be there for it. It's one of those. I've always been that way where I enjoy golf so much. Same thing with like this weekend and we were talking about watching on TV. I've always been one of those guys that actually just really enjoys watching golf. And obviously I love playing. I'm going to, what we do is the teams that aren't playing for the title still play and we're going to do probably best ball or a scramble, whatever it is. Um, the rest of us, and we have a great time, but that's one of those matches that I would have a great, you know, hopping in a cart and just watching. I'm, I, 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 I'm literally thinking of not playing tomorrow and just, just being a fly on the wall and just following them. Not a bad move. You know, I mean, I'm not going to fuck. I mean, you stay in the distance, right? But yep. I think it's going to be interesting. I we do dollar bets on it, too. We do. We love those. <laughs> Shout out dollar Clint bets. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I just enjoy it. The pressure moments, seeing people either mess up. But, really, I don't even get a huge joy, especially in the um, finals out of seeing people mess up. I love seeing people, like, somebody rolling in a timely 15-footer. Oh, yeah. You know, hitting a... Just, you know, stew on... What are we playing, the front or back tomorrow? Playing the back. Back, okay. Somebody just hitting, you know, sticking a 180-yard 6 or 7 iron on a par 3. Um, Just so fun to watch, especially when it's for the title. Because, you know, everybody's making everybody put everything out. You no know, gimmies. No, no gimmies. The, finals, the yeah. jokes are minimum. Somebody's going to say, like, a joke to, you know, even the ice or cool the ice off on the first hole. And then after that, it's going to be pretty... Uh, Pretty straight lace, but now I'm looking forward to it too. Um, we kind of mentioned this in terms of the courses we've been playing at. I think it was the first year you said it was Golf Club of Dublin, mm-hmm. and then it went to Safari, and then Safari. the Riv, yep, and then Thorn Apple, and now at Raymond. Yep. Out of all the courses, which one's been your favorite? Riviera, 100%. I used to work at the Riv yeah. for I two mean, years so, back in the day. So growing up, so I went to Grizel Middle School, and I remember being in like social studies, eighth grade. And I'm just staring out the window at, I forget what hole it was. I think it was the par five before that 
part three or whatever. Um, I can't remember it's the front or the back, but just watching these guys hit. And it was a private course. It, you, you couldn't get on. No, um, were you talking about the part three that you're saying? No, the part five was where Grizel was. And then that part five went to the part three across the water. I know what you're talking about. That was I on, think the, the, it was, that was the ninth on, hole or something. That was on the front. The ninth is the part three. Yeah. That was number eight. Yeah. So the yep. eight, like, so Grizel's right there. And I remember watching him cutting grass, golfing. And I'm just like, that's a great course. And, you know, it was a private club. You couldn't get on unless you're a member or a guest of a member. But then they, they went under, they sold the property, so they went public for like two years. Yep. You, you could play Riviera for like $30. You could. And they kept it, the first year they kept it in great shape. The second year they just let it go to fucking shit. I know. Yep. And we played our league when it was still good, and it, it was tough. And I think actually McConaughey won that year. Bowles was his partner that year. Winning winning on the, that course is definitely something I would, you could probably hold up on your mantle. But the Riv was such a great course. It's, it's really sad that it's gone. Yep. Um, to give you an idea too, uh, I used to work at the Riv for two years when I was 18 and 19, uh, going into college. And then my, uh, the next summer going into my second year in college. And this course is in Dublin. It's off Avery road. It's the very first course that was ever built actually in Dublin. So it was built before Murfield village, before Tartan fields, before golf club at Dublin, before Murfield country club. Uh, before Shamrock, which is gone, RIP, and also before Safari. And uh, the river was a great, great course. It th- The thing that was really cool about the Riv, outside of just all of its you know natural elegance, is that the Riv also was the home of the Italian Association uh, of Columbus. So anybody who was really a, kind of a big Italian... Um, person or just associated with this club, I think it was, uh, played at the Riff. And they always did men's league nights on Wednesdays, kind of like we do with our league, which was awesome. The other thing that they did is they always did this massive outing once a year. You could almost kind of equate it to the Turbot Open, only we don't get this kind of mischiefery. But in, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this, Kevin, but at um, this big outing every year, we would shut down the whole course there wouldn't be a single group. It would be doubles on every single hole. So you would have basically 36 tee times. It wouldn't be 18. You had 18 holes, but you would have four um, people per you know group. It was an A group and a B group. And they would shut down the whole course. And the thing that was crazy about these Italian guys is it was like straight out of you know Goodfellas. Like, <laughs> it was so crazy. I mean, I'm as an 18-year-old kid, I'll never forget just seeing this stuff. Uh, it was, it was insane. So, but they had them back in, in the middle of the course so people couldn't see, they wouldn't put it around the, the outskirts. So, but anyway, the rib was a great, great course. Um, how do you think about the switch from Thornapple to Raymond? What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? Give me a little breakdown there too. Well, upgrade in, in, in regards to the course, the conditions, you know, Thornapple. Thornapple is a tougher course in my opinion, but it's in terrible shape. Like across the board, they well, don't take. How is it a tougher course? Because I think it's longer. Raymond, it's, well, longer. it's longer, but they don't water. So middle of summer, you could drive the ball down that fairway like three twenty. You know, you can for sure. And so, but so hole eleven, there's nothing like that, at right? Raymond. But the greens at Thornapple, there's like what two that have some some tilt to them. At Raymond, they change those pins all the time. Um, what I don't like about Raymond is there's no bar. You know, the thorn- I'm, I'm the same way with you there. Yeah, the right Thornapple Bar, where everybody just comes in. I, I get all the scorecards. We kind of shoot the shit. That was a staple. Um, you know, coming to 
to Raymond, we're not just drinking in the parking lot, you know. I kind of like that, though, too. I think it's that, fun. Yeah, it is. It's a different dynamic, but I also like just chilling at that bar, though. Yeah, it was good. I mean, they're trying to kick us out the whole time, you know, and, you know, there's been some antics with some bartenders there. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into, uh, but that's just, you know, what, what happens in the golf league stays in golf league, so. No, I'm with you. It's uh, It's been a great year. This, this year is probably one of... Um, the best years I can remember, like I mentioned in golf league. So, uh, we obviously might, according to you, you might not be playing tomorrow, but what if you, you, hold on, well, hold on. You said you might be watching. Oh, I Let's mean, I, I'm going to play. There um, we go. Yeah, getting the I, truth. Mean, don't get, I mean, I'm just bullshitting about following them, but how low does the Turvon and Geckler pairing shoot in best ball in the last day of league tomorrow? So what we, what we went three over last week. Yep. We tied for the win. Two over. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, I mean, Geckler, he's, he's a lot better than me. Um, I think you're going to do better than that. I was going to say even par. We're playing the back. I fucking hate the back. Dude. I love the back. The, the front's so much better, in my opinion. Um, the back, I feel like if you can get off the first hole with a par, you can have a good round. The 12th hole, so that's the 10th hole, excuse me. The 12th hole is the hole that makes you round, though. Yeah. If you can get out of that hole with a bogey or better, you, you're doing okay. Well, the problem with that I have the back is every week I play, or every other week I play the back on what 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, the, the, the two short par fours. Hit five wood off the tee. Why not? <laughs> and I hit driver and I'm right every time or I'm behind a tree. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, 10th hole. It's. It, I don't think it's the toughest. I don't know why they have it as ranked the toughest. Just hole. can't go right. You can't go right, but I mean, usually the wind's in your face at that at that hour in the afternoon. But I think that the the, the next hole, so twelve, I think that's one of the hardest holes. I agree because unless you make that cut, you're one eighty, maybe two hundred out to the green, and that's a tough hole. And there's bunkers around there, and I, I don't know how many birdies we've had on that hole to be honest with you all year. I've been really pleasantly impressed with Raymond this year. I've probably like you, I've played Raymond my whole life in a mm -hmm. sense. Um, every year I'm going out there for a couple rounds and Raymond has the, the condition of the course. I completely agree with you there. Even though I say Thorn Apple has a better layout, I'm not like Geckler in a sense that he, I think you mentioned one time, if he ever had like a few million dollars, he would buy Thorn Apple and re renovate it and all this I would that. buy it. Yeah. On a heartbeat. Well, the thing is, is, um, I think Thorn Apple has a better layout. Yes, it's very dry, like you said, but Raymond is just, it's in superb shape. It's, it's great. The, the greens are phenomenal. There's breaks in the putts outside of the last like month where they've aerated everything, which has been kind of brutal. But other than that, this course is in awesome shape. Uh, Ten years ago, I could not say this. It was in worse shape than what Thorn Apple's been in, unfortunately. Yeah, I so mean. They've, they've done a great job. Well, City it, of Columbus, shout out. And what's great about Raymond is with the weather we've had, it, it's the course has gone through maybe three or four different condition changes. Remember when shit wasn't sticking on the greens because it was so dry? Yep. Now, last week, they were fucking sticking. They were. Know? Like, it, it, with Thorn Apple, I feel like it's the same condition all year. It is. It's dry. It is. It's dry, straight greens, um, always pretty, not slow, but just, you know, you go to Raymond, there's some quick greens, and last week, they were slow and hairy. I mean, it's, there's a lot, the course changes at Raymond a lot more than it does at Thorn Apple. It does, without, without question. Uh, I completely agree with you there. So, uh, what, um, I guess last question outside of golf league too, in terms of golf, what would you say is one of your, give me what I kind of want to give people when I'm doing a golf podcast like this is what are some of your favorite public courses around Columbus? Cause I f actually feel like Columbus is at least in the Midwest. I've been a bunch of places, but Columbus in terms of like a public course destination is 
right up there with anywhere in terms of Midwest golf um, with public courses. Now, when it comes to resort golf, like uh, you have West Virginia that just has some outstanding courses, Greenbrier, Glade Springs. We just went to Ogilvy a couple, um, a few weeks ago for golf uh, trip, which was a blast. But when you when it comes to actual public courses, Columbus is a pretty hidden gem in my opinion. There's just so many nice ones, Sunbury, Ohio, especially. But what what are some of your favorite ones that you like playing? And uh, what what are what, what's a couple courses people should play if they have never played golf here? Yeah, I, I agree, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, maybe about five years ago, Golf Digest actually listed uh, Columbus, Ohio. The top five golfing cities in America. That's amazing. That's cool. Yeah, I mean I that's, know that. that's huge. And, and Jack Nicholas obviously has a lot to do with it. We got some great private clubs here. We do. Too. Um, you know, I'm a big golf club of Dublin guy. You know, I, I like the the link style, the Irish. You know, the heather, uh, the big greens. Um, the thing about golf club of Dublin is when it's rolling like a traditional links and hard. Sucks. Like I'm saying, like the grass and dirt is hard. Uh, it is a bitch to play. Oh, but yeah. when it's soft, that course can you can shoot a low number there. Yeah, when they you first know. built that course, they let the heather grow like four feet. Yeah, they did. If you're not in the fairway, you're fucked. I think they built that when I was in high school. Yeah, actually, like it was right around 2005. Yeah, and I think they got the memo like you know this is fucking tough. So it they is. cut that. There's really no heather anymore at Club of Dublin. There, there's some parts, but it used to be off the fairway. It, it was tough. I loved it when it was like that. Yeah. Too. It, people people would get wrecked. So that's, I mean, that's my home course just because it's close to home. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I'm going to tell you a course that I used to love that's gone to shit. Cook's Creek used to be one of the best courses in Columbus. I couldn't agree with you more on this. And now it's gone through two hundred. Like the John Cook family sold it. It's gone through two owners. It's a fucking shithole now. Was the last time you played there when we played there together? When was that? That was the Mike Nassau round. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah that was. Um, was and that, I've, actually, was I, I've held many a Turbon Opens there, too. But Cook's Creek, I'd say, is tough. That's a fucking, that so, was a good round. A little background on that. I've played there since then, and the Cook family rebought it. But I don't think it's still in good shape. I think the damage is kind of done yeah. at this point. So. Well, they changed the name to, like, Raintree South or something for a year. Yeah, yeah, Raintree yeah. South. But when you see it on golf now, like in it's a in, weird name by in, the way. Yeah, in June, it was fifteen bucks at golf now, and then I was like, I fifteen bucks go Creek. I called him, and then the lady is like, Yeah, we don't have a full eighteen. We only have fifteen holes, so you're gonna play, you know, three more holes. And it was like, What? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it, it's not good. That's not good at all. I wonder. I wonder what's going on. It's it's pretty sad because that's one of the uh, the better courses in Columbus too. The Cooks. As well with this course I'm about to mention, I don't know if you know this or not, but he also designed North Star. Did you yes, know that? he did. He did. Yep. I knew that. North Star has been around, I think, for about 10, 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Star rank up high on your list. You played it before? Yeah, yeah. So I played it like I played it three times. I played it pretty much the year they built it, and it was easy. You got to let a course mature, though. Yeah, the trees were low. The, the first house, year's tough. Yeah, they were building. Easier. Yeah, they were building houses there. They weren't even built yet. It was pretty much open. There's a couple funky holes at North Star. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but it's a decent track. You know what? I put it in my top Ohio, like Columbus course. I don't well, know. Give me, give me, give me your top. I mean, I'm giving, putting this on the whim here, but give me some of your, you know, give me top three in terms of your toughest favorite courses to play. So I, I'm a big fan of Mill Creek. I like Mill Creek. Um, I like Mill Creek too, but I, I think Mill Creek's easier. My opinion. So. Then North Star. I or, think they're in the same level. 
Mill Creek's just short, man. It is. It it's is. very short. You know, it's I mean, a nice course. They take great care of it. It's kind of like Raymond in terms of just the way they take care of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like uh, Glen Ross short, but, I mean, it's short. That's Glen Ross. Uh, what a waste. There's a, there's what a, a par waste. 70. <laughs> there's two par fives on the whole fucking course. You're going driver, pitching wedge, or sandwich. Every time. And if your wedge game's not on, you're fucked. You I know? completely agree. Yeah. Um, just keep the six, five, four iron in the bag the whole round. Easily. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to laugh at me. Uh, so Mill Creek's and and would you say top five or top three? I wouldn't say top three. Top um, okay, we'll, we'll top say it's on top five. five. Uh, I really like again. So and are we saying tough or enjoyable meter or, or mix? I'll say we'll say mix, enjoyable and tough. I don't. I mean, I like tough courses, but I don't want to play a tough course every weekend. Fair enough. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's in your top five courses to play. Yeah, Mill Creek, Ostrander, Ohio, about twenty minutes north of Dublin. Yeah, Club of Dublin again. I just it's it's, okay, it's my home course. Um, what else we got? You know, I wish I could go back in time and say these courses like ten years ago because they've all gone to shit. Uh, Darby Creek, I really kind of like Darby. I still love Darby too, man. It's They're a links. It's a links and a woods at the same time. We played there, me, you, your dad. And I think it was Jake or Stu, four or five years ago, and your dad was out of his mind. He played incredible. Oh yeah, shout out LT and. Uh, Derby Creek, though, the greens, they just take such great care of it. But the 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 front nine, excuse me, the front nine is is, is links, more linksy, and the back nine is more like traditional wood right. um, type course. And it's just it's so fun to play. Very hilly and stuff as well in terms of the back nine. It's in great shape usually. Yep. Yeah. I like Derby too. And uh, So that's three. We need, give me a couple more. The best greens in central Ohio are at Blues Creek. Oh, baby. I love Blues. Blues. And the reason maybe is because nobody hits the greens out there. I don't know. But So tactical. But Blues Creek is tree-lined on maybe 75% of the holes, I guess, maybe? Yep. I it's, agree with that. It's not that easy. I mean, we play our scramble out there, which is fine. But you play your own ball at Blues, you're not going to have a good time, dude. I, I, it's tough. You I, – I, The thing about Blues Creek is that course is in great shape. It used to be a joke back in the day because it wasn't in great shape, but it's it's shorter. But it's it's a course that you need to be tactical on, and it's a course that you need to leave your driver at home on. The only way you play driver there is if you're playing a scramble. And, and they have dollar beers at Blues Creek. And they do. <laughs> Shout out Turbine Open. We've played it there the last four or five years now. I got to set that up. Yeah. Uh, I think it was three years ago I played with my buddy Steve. Me, Steve, and I. We only had three guys. <laughs> and Steve brought a six-pack. And cashed it by the second hole, and on the third hole in Turvon Open, he called called the uh, the uh, clubhouse guy. It was like, "Hey, I need uh, some beer out here to hole 15 or whatever because we we're playing a shotgun." So we start on different holes, and he goes, "Okay, how many beers do you need?" He goes, "Eh, bring a whole 24 rack out." <laughs> and the guy goes, "You got Ubers?" And we're like, eh, "Yeah, of course." We didn't have Ubers. <laughs> we were just having a great time, and it was what it was, but. Um, I would I would put that up. That's a good one. Um, what about you? What do you think about like Royal American? Well, yeah, I, are we leaving virtues out of it? I mean, is that considered that? I mean, I, I would put virtues in there, but right. we can even call it outside of Columbus. I would call it. I would call it in Columbus. I mean, you got Eagle Sticks and Virtues and Granville. I mean, yep. You know, are those Columbus courses or not? I mean, I, w- I would agree with you. All right, you're going. You, the way you were kind of equating my question was more kind of hometowny, which 20 is completely minute drive. Fun, completely fine. Twenty minute drive. Yep. You know, if you're driving more than twenty minutes, you're outside of Columbus. I liked Black Hawk a lot. RIP, oh yeah, RIP, it's closed, so it doesn't count anymore. Gone, kind of like the Riv. Yeah, just, the Riv. Yeah, closing these courses, and the reason why they're doing it that's really kind of sad here in Columbus is because they're building the housing developments and stuff like that. So it's it's really sad. I think it's going to keep happening, unfortunately. 
if you look at the development that's happened from kind of almost Powell Road all the way up to Delaware at this point, yeah. Lewis Center now, I mean, the courses are not going to stay around, in my opinion, after well, a while. Well, Shamrock's where I learned how to play golf. Um, you know what I call Shamrock? What? I actually just talked about it this morning on our podcast. Course. Uh, Shamrock is like Ben Roethlisberger playing the New York Giants last night. <laughs> it's the self-esteem Heisman course. So if you're leaving Shamrock and you're not feeling good about your game, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Shamrock, you don't hit a fairway. Some motherfucker's picking up your ball. I and mean, you're as likely to get hit by a ball right. on that course because all the holes are right yeah. on top of each other. You know what? I, I got to give a shot to LT. Uh, he's a starter at Safari. I think Safari now is, is a decent course. It is. It's gotten I, a actually, lot better. The remodel matured. It's doing pretty well. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah. They're putting a lot of money into it, too. It's kind of cool. I agree. Um Big big shout out to Shamrock. So, or, right. excuse me, Safari. Yeah, they're building a hotel there, I think, too, to make it a whole like zoo, water park, golf thing. That's by big. the zoo or more by a Safari. I mean, just somewhat because it's all owned by Club around zoo. the area. Okay, yeah, 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 that's kind of cool. Wow, I did not know. I mean, that. How many times can you play golf and hear lions roar and monkeys chirping in the fucking background? I know, buddy, yeah. without question. It's like you're in Africa. But um, Royal American, great course. I would say North Star is right up there. Another kind of gem out in uh, Johnstown, which is a little bit of a drive. Clover Valley. Clover, yeah. I'm Cumberland Trail. I'm a big fan bad. of that. Cumberland Trail and Pataskala, great course. Uh, you mentioned Golf Club of Dublin. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, Darby Creek, awesome. One of my favorite Columbus courses, public courses, is Mental. Uh, oh, I forgot about Mental. I'm play, I, I, yeah. We might go play there Friday. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, big fan of Mental, too. So just a lot of nice courses. New Albany Links is another great one. Yeah, I actually I haven't played Airport since they remodeled it like seven or eight years. ago. I haven't played Airport since then either. Yeah, so I hear it's good. I just, Airport before was yeah. How about Westchester? It, Westchester's fun. Um, it's a drive. Every time I've played it though, it's been after like a downpour, so it's soggy wet. Not in great shape. So I don't have a good experience with it. And same with like Homestead, which I think is kind of closer to Dayton, maybe. Yep. Um, every time I play those courses, they're soaking wet. You like that one course, though. I think it's by Springfield. What's that course called? You love it. Um, is it Homestead? No, in, something in, national or whatever? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was National, national Links. Um, national Links. I haven't played that course yet. Dude, I, actually, I forgot about that. I played that for the first time this year. I had no idea it existed. It's off 70. It's like 30 minutes away. Um, I feel like I'm in West Virginia kind of playing that course. And it was pretty cheap. Uh, it's Ele- tough. Elevation levels mm-hmm. and stuff. That's cool. The greens were immaculate, um, and this was before it got real hot. So I don't know how they how they did since then, but yeah, totally, totally. I play so much golf, I forget the courses. I I'm play. the same way. We yeah. we play Wednesdays all the time, but we also play on the weekends. I play two or three times a week. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm the same way for about six months or so. Uh, this has been fun, buddy. I have one last question for you: baked or grilled wings? Get the fuck out of here. All right. So, so what happens on golf trips stays on golf trips. But I'm going to leave this up to your listeners. Like, do you fucking want to bake your wings or do you want to grill them? Trust me, I would rather deep fry them. You don't bake fucking chicken wings. <laughs> That's a good one to leave it on. I, I like that too. Uh, the golf trip wings were pretty good though. And again, what happens on golf trip stays on golf trip. And um, Completely agree. Yeah, and, and I think golf trip is a not only a league – but I think golf trip is essential to compliment like I completely agree. Because, you know, you're not married. I'm not married. We don't have kids. But these guys who are married with kids, it's their fucking spring break, dude. It's beyond the spring it, break. It is. I tell people that all the time. Like, I have no – if you're a single guy or just not married on that trip and you're hanging out with all these guys that are married with kids, you're, you have no chance of survival. Right. Because right. of the way they're going. 
You and I can just say, hey, this weekend you want to go on the uh, go golfing in Indiana? We do fucking do it. You yeah, know, these yeah. guys, they got a planet, which is great. But guess what? When these guys go, they just let it fucking go. Yeah, like, you know, there's we, no stop. Again, we're not going to talk about trip because <laughs> you know, but it's it, you know, and I love it. And um, the only thing I would actually say about trip before we uh, we go here is check out West Virginia if you've never been. The resorts there are so cool. We've been to Glade Springs. We've been to Ogilvy. Uh, I know you've been, I still have not been, but to in um, Indiana, the Indianapolis 500 courses. The one place I'd love to go sometime is the Greenbrier. Still haven't been there. Would love to do it. It's a, I think it's a little bit more expensive, but whatever. Uh, it's so much fun, though. Well, let me ask you a question. Can I do sure. that? Sure. Yeah, you can fire away. Name the best golf course ever you've ever played. Best course I've ever played. I mean, I've played the Village. Me too, yeah. So, is that your best? That's tough to top. Okay, fine. Name three of them. Village has got to be in the three. What did you shoot at the village, by the way? Uh, I was in high school. I was a sophomore. I shot an 89. It's better than what I shot. I shot a 93 when I played, but yeah. Yep. We played like the, I think they were the white tees or whatever. Um, village has to be number one. Yeah. Uh, I've played a few other private ones. Rattlesnake Ridge was fun. I liked that a lot. Big, big fan of Rattlesnake Ridge. Um... Man, this is, this is a really good one. I don't even remember some of the courses I played actually down in Orlando. Me and my buddies used to go on a golf trip always always to uh, Orlando for a week. Actually, we only went a couple times. But <laughs> um, Orange County National was a great course. Okay, yeah. This was like, I would almost say my peak golf career. I was consistently shooting about high 70s. Like 78, 79 on courses around here was like you could rack it. Now I'm probably like 81, 82, 83. Sure. But I was, I mean... Breaking, going over 80 was like rare for me for a couple years because I was just playing so much, practicing a little bit too. I went to Orange County National and I think I was 26, 27. All my buddies were kind of in their same peak way of their golf careers. We still all love playing. We play a lot. But at Orange County National, we all went and we're like, fuck this. We're playing the tips. Guess how far the <laughs> guess how far the tips were at Orange County National? Oh, Eight thousand yards or some shit like that. Not far off. I think they're about seventy seven hundred. Jesus. We were fighting, fighting for bogey every hole. Bar wasn't even a. We hit like driver like four iron every shot. You know, driver five, yeah. four or five every single shot. It was so hard. It's tons of fun, fantastic course. But to some guys out there, when you get a little cocky playing, you know. Play courses that are within your reach in terms of just the overall yardage distance. I drive the ball like a good drive for me is probably 300 to 310. Yeah. My average drive is probably 280, right. 290 maybe. You know, I should not be playing courses where the average par four is 480 yards. It's not. That's not fun. Yeah. That you know you're you're not going to be able to score there. Um, but there was another course there that was even harder than Orange County National. I can't remember it. I would say that was in there. Played a couple really awesome ones in. Uh, for my buddy Miles's bachelor party, first first uh, first wedding shout out uh, bachelor party in uh, Myrtle Beach, which were a blast. I don't even remember the course names. This is 2015. Those were gorgeous, but the Village has to be number one. Yeah, um, Orange County Nationals up there. Virtues, which I don't. Have you said you played Virtues? I have not. You gotta get out there. No, Virtues is amazing. I know. I know. It's Woodhaven like in uh, Glade Springs. Yeah. So elevation is so crazy. You can't go over on any hole, but uh yeah that's right up there i would say without question so um you played the village give me another couple played ones the village, you played. Uh, i got to play the players or the tbc players down in that's amazing Florida. jacksonville yeah. how'd you do on 17 go in the water so <laughs> so <laughs> first shot 
I hit a great. It, it's not that far. Uh, people think it's it's really like it's like one fifteen, one twenty, and it, it, I hit my first shot. I, I, I even even from the tips or just t- the tees you were playing from the tee. We were playing the white. It was an out nationwide. You gotcha. Know, yep. We had an out in there. First shot, hit it short. But I hit a great wedge. But I just hit it short. I did like a four, like three quarter swing. Second shot, I dropped it. I tin cupped it, bladed it across, and then I said, "Fuck it, I'll drop." So I got like a six on the hole. Um, uh, but Muirfield, I say is the, the the number one. I parred fifteen, which fifteen is my my hole. You know, it, again, that's the hole I grew up on. That's the party hole. You know, come come visit us. Yep. It's Memorial on fifteenth green. And then I didn't ask you what did you shoot at uh, Village. Ninety-three. Okay, and still, I felt pretty great fucking score. good about it. You should, you yeah, should. I really did. Um, Such a tough course. Yeah, I had a lot of pars. I had two birdies, but I had a lot of over pars. Um, and Stream Song Resort down by uh, Orlando, Tampa area in Florida. There's two courses there. It was really beautiful, and I've also played Doral. So I'd say those are my top course. Doral's awesome. Yeah, you've done a, you've done a couple cool private ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luckily, work paid for them. I didn't. Pay yeah, them. no, that's awesome. It's like five hundred bucks to play those fucking courses. So. I've played a lot of solid private ones, but not like high end. I'd say like I used to work at Sayota Reserve too. That actually is my best round ever. I shot a seventy three from the tips at Sayota Reserve, which is really really hard. Uh, I don't think I've ever broken eighty playing there, and I've probably played twenty five rounds, and just one round I couldn't miss. Yeah, I hit every green, and I three putted one hole. And I couldn't birdie. <laughs> it was so gross. I would love to get on Sayota. It's uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, Kinsale is another cool one around here. Yeah. Um, but these are obviously private clubs. So. And oh, hey, Wedgewood. Have you ever played Wedgewood? Wedgewood's great. I played Wedgewood. Wedgewood, great course. Another great one. 18 is a bitch of a hole. It is. Waterline, fairway, you know, both sides. Wedgewood's phenomenal. There's so many nights. I mean, yeah. Brookside's a great course. Have you played? You probably haven't played Brookside, I'm assuming. I did not, no. Brookside's great. Um, there's a lot of cool private ones here in Columbus. The ultimate one I want to play is the golf club. Uh, yeah, which good is luck. Like hidden. How are you gonna you get on that? Know. You're not. Yeah. Um, it's uh, you need a miracle. What's the course that Tiger tried to walk on? They said no. Was that the, the the golf club? It could be. Yeah, I think like ten years ago, Tiger tried to walk on it. Or like you're not a member, you can't even play. I never knew that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, I I would never do out. that. I would never do that you're as a golf out. course yeah. because you don't want the bad publicity. Right. But uh, that course was built years ago by very very rich people to be hidden. I don't. I honestly don't even think I've seen the course, yeah. like from the road or anything like that. Living here, and it's meant to be hidden. It's meant to not be seen around. People that have played it actually rank that higher than Murfield Village. That might be because of the nostalgia speaking. Or it's more exclusive. It's so nice. Yeah, it's way more exclusive. I mean, Murfield, I mean, the equity membership's ridiculous, but I'm pretty sure that's more exclusive to be a member. Double Eagle's another nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah. As well, I've seen Double Eagle though. I have not seen the golf club, which is crazy. So, but. Uh, Thanks for doing this, buddy. This was a blast. Thank you. I hope I did well, you know. I've asked people this too, a couple of my guests, but how long do you think we went for? Probably an hour. Well, more than that. Hour 10. I think it was closer to an hour 30. Fine. All yeah. right. I could go another hour if you want. I know. Oh, you got we, some more all days in the fridge. We could, uh, we could do this forever. If I had, like, way more material, I would. I mean, we could talk about anything. Who's going to win game seven tonight in the NBA, your favorite sport? I don't. I fucking hate it. I don't even well, know who's playing in the NBA. Oh yeah, I know. But this was a blast. Um, really appreciate it. I think uh, a lot of people out there that actually play in golf leagues, and I think there's tons of men that do, will kind of get a kick out of this, and that's kind of why I really want to do with do it do it with you. And it's gonna be a fun last week. So can't wait for tomorrow, man. Me too. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. We out. Peace.